care if NXT live coverage is in progress. Yeah, fuck NXT. Seriously. This is TWR News. Welcome, everyone. This is NC. This is JC, and... Well, before we get to the news, I just want to do a little uh, coverage on our podcast. We have been we have been covered on more formats lately. So if you want to check us out on Pocket Podcasts, on Google, Spotify, we're there. You know, check us out. But we're not just on Anchor. We're on those other three formats. Hopefully, Apple soon. So keep an eye out. Uh, spread the news about this. You know, to tell people about the news, because this is some news that you're going to want to check out on a weekly basis. Well, I mean, at least we're not, like, compare us to other wrestling podcasts, most of them are bland and boring, and it's very smarky. We don't do that shit. We call it, we call it like we see it, we call it real. The NXT season premiere was amazing. It was some of the best in-ring action I have ever seen in my entire life. The moves were absolutely amazing, guys. It was nothing but matches. I had my dick tucked in between my so, butt cheeks the whole time. So I think I think we need to we should probably start out with that and about why we can talk about it right now about why it's really not that big of a deal it's, the, the, it's with the NXT not, rating. It's not. Yeah, I don't know why the fuck Vince McMahon is getting excited for a one point one. No, no. Why? Well, well, okay. So the reason why I believe that that is not exciting is because number one, there was a shit ton of advertising yeah. across all NBC Universal platforms. Mm-hmm. You know, like NBC. USA Network, Sci-Fi Channel, they were advertising these NXT ads constantly. So what, what probably happened is some casual fans tuned in to check out NXT, they were really fucking bored, and then they tuned out. That, that could possibly explain that 1.1 million. We're, we're going to talk about it a little bit more during yeah. Tarp Down, but I just want to say that I tried to watch it. It was horrible. Uh, I, 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 I did the Hulu version. I tried to watch it, and I gave up right after the Leo Rush-Oni Lorca match. I'm like... I'm so sick and tired of this match block bullshit. That's all it fucking was. Like, you had one breakup segment with the Imperium coming out and Kushida attacking them, and that was about it. But even then, all that shit was all in rain. There was no real vignettes or backstage uh, attacks or even in a backstage interview for that matter. It was all in the fucking ring, and it was long, it was boring, it was not action-packed, it fucking sucked dick. Really, it was really, really. It, 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 there was no change. Yeah. There was literally no change. It, I think it got even worse, honestly, because in the previous episodes of NXT, you could at least see that they were doing some lazy backstage storytelling. Mm-hmm. You, you were seeing like shit, like uh, Mia Yim get uh, beat up by Shayna Baszler when she mm-hmm. was coming out of her car. You know, shit like that, like something that you usually wouldn't see on an NXT broadcast. They were trying to pop that shit in, but with this one, they're like, no, nah, we're going full-on fucking house show match block style. Fuck you. I don't understand why people praise Triple H and his creative booking. There is no, there is no, there is no booking. It's so fucking no lazy. It's like, like I said before, you can use a fucking computer simulator game to make what he makes, and you could probably get a better job out of it, honestly. You, you could use a retarded horse to, to just, like, put its hoof on two wrestlers and then yes. put those two in a match. Yeah, you and could, you could even have the retarded horse come out with the outcomes, too, and he would still do a better job than fucking this big-nosed cuck asshole. He, he Fuck. He's such a detriment. But, you know what, anyways, we're going off on an NXT tangent. Let's kick Fuck it NXT. off with... With some news there, fuck, and our first news segment is, of the week is the shitty raw rating. Not well. Okay, so the rating went down. It was a two point two million. And that and but why? Why did it have such a low rating? Describe the crowd. The, the, well, <laughs> well. Uh, aside from being a really boring, bland crowd, um, and smarky to boot, um, 
not that many people in attendance, and and the, and the photos came out. They were online. They showed the entire upper deck was tarped off, and like a good like like the like a quarter of the arena was tarped off. This was some like SmackDown 2016 shit. I will. This was bad. I will say eat because I did watch the Hulu version, even though it was smarky. The smart favorites weren't getting that big of a pop. Becky was. Becky didn't get popped. The only person really oh. that got popped in that that five man opening match, AJ Styles got a little bit of a pop, mm. but it was Ray. Yeah. Besides Ray, nobody gave a fuck about anybody else in the match. Nobody gave yeah. a fuck about Shinsuke. You I'm know, try, I'm trying to remember who they did give a fuck because there was somebody that. Oh right, the SmackDown. It was it was Daniel Bryan. Uh, yeah. When he was doing the yes kicks, the entire crowd went along. Yeah, which was which is why they stupidly want to make him a face. That's the no, big rumor going no. around right now is they want to make Daniel Bryan a no. face, and I think that's an incredibly fucking stupid idea. For one, you got a money character here with this vegan fucking a green earth activist motherfucker here. I, it's a golden character, and you're pissing it away. Oh, God, why, it. why? Do you know like a character like this on Fox? I think could be serious money. Yeah, well, get, well, not only that, but it. This is the only character that he's had where he actually looks the part. He, and acts the part. And acts the part. Yeah. Uh, wh- what are you doing? Why would you fuck this up? It's uh, so, like, if anything, you should go even harder with yeah. Daniel Bryan. Have him, like, chastise the fans. Like, back when CM Punk was doing a straight-edge bullshit. Just have him have that vegan pro-Earth edge yeah. instead. You know, and have them really come, like, have them come down on them for, for living this just terrible way of life. And, and then, like, even have, like, vignettes where he's, like, he's in the grocery store and lecturing people on their food choices. He has to. Do you know how much plastic you wasted? It was wasted to make that three gallons. <laughs> you know, th- you could do shit like that. You could have him, like, like rolling by in his, like, a vegetable oil-powered van <laughs> Like, have them roll outside a Mercedes dealership and lecture them with a megaphone. That would be amazing. <laughs> like Mark Tyson. Yeah. When he's, like, lecturing people on uh, on Black Friday. Yes. You're all a bunch of brain-dead zombies. <laughs> Shame. 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 <laughs> this, this shit writes itself. It writes its fucking self, dude. Yet these fucking... Dumb, lip-tart motherfuckers. Okay. And we're talking about the writers, by the way. And Okay, speaking of the writers, one of our commenters was asking, why do we think it's Stephanie that is hiring the writers? Well, not only has it been a rumor that has been widely reported, but I think it's pretty fucking obvious from this pro-liberal feminist agenda bullshit that we're seeing on TV right now. And especially the fact that I'm hearing that they have now... They now have a separate area creative where the women can gather together and have separate meetings. And this this is all spearheaded when they brought in Dana Warrior. I noticed that's when these real hardcore feminist changes start happening. The reason you don't want that is because you need everybody to be on the same page. Exactly. Well, not only that, but let's face it. Women have historically never done a great job in upper management. I am not trying to diss women here. I'm just trying to say that... For whatever reason, the hormonal difference causes women to not make the best judgments. And I'm, I'm speaking strictly from a pro wrestling standpoint because women had made management work in other types of fields. Mm-hmm. But when I look at the history of pro wrestling and I look at what has happened when a company goes under management <clears throat> Carter. by a female, exactly, Dixie Carter, and Stephanie McMahon's creative run, I start to see that it's not good for business. This is, especially if you're dealing with something that is a male-driven sport, 
uh, sports entertainment like WWE. It has to be led by a male. It has it has to be masculine because you want someone who understands the what men want to see and the right. male mindset. If you're going to because we got to be honest about professional wrestling, its fan base is predominantly male. Yeah, there are women who love it. And God bless them. Yeah. But it, more it of is, them, please. More <laughs> of them, please. Please. Because at least it would be... And that's another they're, they're reason... They're not as weird as, as some of the geeks that like this match shit. Well, and that's another reason why we want uh, wrestling to be more popular. And we want it to, to be better. Is because we realized that when wrestling was popular, there were a lot of hot chicks in the crowds. Yeah. Look no further than a fucking DX segment from the 90s. You will see some hot chicks in the crowd supporting DX, you know, because they want to support what's cool. Well, and the and funny thing, too, about that is that even though it was sexist and misogynistic, the, the stuff that they were doing, that crowd was full of women. Yeah. It had, all of them. Especially when, it, oh, especially when they would do the Val Venus cutaways to the crowd and yeah. show the chicks in the crowd getting all swoonish. Yeah. You know, that right there tells you that... Sex sells whether it's male or female, and if and if you do something like that, a gimmick like that nowadays, it, you probably would get a lot a lot more hot chicks in the crowd. Right, and the problem is is if we tie this back to Stephanie, is that it just like with Triple H, the product that they want to create is not going to appeal to a large audience. It's not, and I think it's it's pretty damn obvious when you have the yeah. king of what they're trying to replicate have record low ratings on Access Television. When New Japan Pro Wrestling, the, the basically, I call it the root of all this evil. Mm-hmm. When you have New Japan Pro Wrestling making this strong style bullshit so fucking popular, yet it's a dud on Access TV, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear the excuse of, oh, it's on Access, that's why it's getting low ratings. No. Yeah. If this shit were on Fox, if it were on USA, it would still be getting in the point whatevers. It would be like a point eight, point seven at the most. Well, since Brian Alvarez likes to talk shit about Vince Russo's booking on Nitro, let me talk shit about something he said. This stupid idiot. He is an idiot. He is a total idiot. I'll give so you an... glad fucking Nick Gage kicked his ass not too long ago. Good, good. I want to I want to see that video and just mark out to it. Yeah. But he said, Brian Alvarez said, if you just put on great wrestling matches, people will watch. Because it's human nature for people to want to see uh, uh, confrontations. Well, if that's Not true, for more than 20 fucking minutes with fucking... Well, Kickouts galore, two athletes that don't even fucking look like athletes yeah. fucking competing in a fake sport MMA bullshit. Well, here's my question to Brian Alvarez. Um, so I would assume that he would agree, Brian Alvarez would agree, that Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling put a, are, have performers that put on great matches. I would assume that. I think that would be a, a reasonable assumption. Of course. If yeah. that is the case, then why does Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling get less than 150,000 viewers a week? Yeah. In the in the United States, mm-hmm. if it's if if people if it's human nature to want to watch a wrestling a fake wrestling match that you know is fake, uh, why aren't more people watching Ring of Honor New Japan Pro Wrestling on Access TV? Right. Well, Kenny King had a question recently on Twitter. He was asking, you know, uh, he was comparing the whole Rey Mysterio and Braun Braun Strowman situations where they were both dissed on public out, outlets, you know, and he was comparing them. And he said, why does pro wrestling get such a bad rap? And I replied back and I said, because it's clown shoes in the United States and it always will be. Yeah. And especially, and I said, especially be if you portray it more as a sport. That's where they're going really fucking wrong. Because yeah. no. it, it has always been rooted in the carnival. When yeah. I think of pro wrestling, I think of a circus. And, and in most people's minds... They hear that do 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 right away when thinking of pro wrestling. Well, in once once it got out, like in in the late eighties or late nineties, that it was 90s, officially fake. That it was officially fake. What 
do you weren't going to hook them anymore on the on a sports type presentation with professional wrestling. And I'm talking about like the the mainstream viewer, the but, average person. But society. even but even then, before the whole steroid scandal, it still had a larger than life personality to it. I mean, mm. let's face it. Uh, what Vince was doing is he was making living, breathing cartoon characters. Well, my, my well, my point about that would be why is it that Vince McMahon kick, was so able, so easily able to kick the shit out of Jim Jim Crockett, um, uh, what's he, Bill Watts? Why was he able to beat them? Because they're fucking indies. They're indies, and they, and they didn't they didn't invest in their production like Vince McMahon did. They didn't. Acknowledge the importance of the larger-than-life charismatic personality, like Vince McMahon did. You think you think Full Sail was bad, dude? They were doing fucking janitor closet shows back in the day. Oh yeah, like it looked like shit. Yeah, yeah the, you know, but people will, will praise '80s wrestling, and there was some good '80s wrestling, sure, of course. But but the '90s is where it really took off. Yeah, it's it's where it really took off. And, and what happened in the '90s? What you know? And, and I want to I want to create a, a another thing about about the '90s, another argument about the '90s. Yeah. You know, people will say that the Attitude Era was only successful because of the stars that they had, because they had Stone Cold, The Rock, Vince McMahon, Sable, China. Well, my argument is, all of those performers were in the WWE in 1996. Right. What changed? Nothing changed. No, 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 something changed. Well, from, I will say from a a marketing standpoint, nothing changed. Storyline changed because Vince Russo stepped in and did creative. Bingo. That was the only change that took place, is Vince Russo became the head writer of Monday Night Raw. They had the same talents to work with. Yeah. All of a sudden, whoosh, product changed. They were better utilized in this more edgier direction, and people tuned in all across all, all over the world to see. Well, even like even beyond that, I gotta say that in the '90s, you really saw wrestling flourish all over the world. Yeah. Like that's when you really saw some of the best British wrestling come through. Mm-hmm. You saw Japanese death wrestling, deathmatch wrestling, really start to get big and popular. Mm-hmm. You saw Lucha Libre hit a new height. To the point where it actually made it over the states. Well, more specifically, wrestling back then had a cool factor. It had a cool factor, and it felt fresh and new. Mm-hmm. And now, when I watch this shit, like even if it's like a a, a must see two hundred five live match, I look at it, I'm like same old shit. Yeah. I can't get excited for it. Judge your product by its audience, and right now the WWE's product is really fucking nerdy. It's 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 dweeby. It's 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 it's. There are a bunch of fucking geeks and dweebs that are in the audience. Well, because they don't have an adult show. They, no. have geared, they have geared it towards children. And let's face it, like, if you ever look at a crowd of people that are into a, a children's show, like, let's say Adventure Time, mm-hmm. adults that go to Comic-Con that are into Adventure Time, they fucking look like dorks. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens when you make a, a kid's show for adults, which is what they're basically doing. Well, and I want to tie one more thing into that. It's I watched SmackDown. Okay. And I saw something... And the, the Elias and Chad Gable segment haven't se- haven't seen it yet. Her it was cool. Well, here's here's what was said okay. verbatim. Um, he's Elias said that you know sometimes little people like you should kill yourself. Wow. On the, and and I knew I always knew that SmackDown was going to go edgy. They were going to have to be to be edgy, increase their edginess to bring in more of an adult fan base. And what what you're going to hear that was just all, dark though. <laughs> I didn't expect it. It was like. Fuck! Did he say it in song form? Yeah. Even, oh, oh. even still, but but even still, <laughs> little people should kill themselves. No, that's that's mad fucked up. But just the fact he got in a song, you can kind of sneak it by. Honestly, like I think that's worse than anything we've said. That's that that's Fuck. 
Yeah, no, because well, one thing I've never said in a top ten sucks is that a wrestler should kill themselves. No. I would never say it. I don't even wish injury upon these, no. like, especially people that are really detrimental to the industry right now, like Triple H, Stephanie. Mm-hmm. I never wish injury to them at all. No. All I wish is that they would decide to leave professional wrestling. Just get become lazy and just... Stay at home. Just stay at home. You guys are rich enough. Yeah. Get 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 your stock options. Buy out. Fucking sell it all to Vince. That'd be a good idea. I prefer that. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. The, the whole problem with Vince is that he just needs the right staff around him. Yeah. And having Stephanie and Triple H in his ear is not the way. Well, it, well and I think that brings up another point, and it ties back to the Attitude Era. Why was the, in, the new generation era so different from the Attitude Era? What changed? Yeah. The people around Vince McMahon changed. Yeah. So Vince has... Continually shows that he is a product of his environment. Because right. Vince McMahon would have never had Shinsuke Nakamura on the roster. I mean, come on! Right. Now Vince, we, Vince we, McMahon from the Ruthless Aggression era would have had Shinsuke on the roster? We've gone into this whole spiel, yeah. like, totally going. off the rails. Gotta, Let's get back into the news. Okay, so, uh, okay, anyways, another, another news uh, um, item. Uh, Tucker Knight got his car broken into in San Francisco. That sucks, bro. Sorry yeah, to hear it. Um, Sorry to hear it. Especially, well, in San Francisco, it's like... You already you already know what most people are thinking. You don't even have to say it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, dude, that's what you get for living in San Francisco. Totally. That that area has really gone to shit. It used to have like a lot of good to it. Like uh, at least it was always expensive, mm-hmm. but it was always cool for like its landmarks, its uh, music venues. But holy crap, it's gone to it's gone to shit. If you ever want to know something about San Francisco, it is number one. Shittiest city, literally, by Fecal Finder. A poop app. Fecal Finder. <laughs> a poop yeah. app ranked at number one. Watch that, pal. For Dude. human feces lying on the sidewalk. Could you imagine telling this man there's an app called Fecal Finder? <laughs> Where is it? Show it to me. How do I download it? V F E C A L F I N D E R. Oh, Fecal Finder. <laughs> Fire up the jet. We gotta make an app with nothing but poop jokes for Vince McMahon. <laughs> He'd love it. He would love it. Take it up with my butt. He's the only one who gives a crap. <laughs> that's, that's good humor, pal. Yeah. Pucker um, up there, pal. Uh, speaking of things that aren't shitty, well, that are ne- well ne- that are now kind of shitty. Steve Austin says he could wrestle again. Um, yeah, I tell you, the only reason he's saying that money. is because they're like. Hey, buddy, you come back to Saudi Arabia, we'll give you $5 million for one match. Damn, Sean, I think I may need a little bit more. I think I may need about 15, maybe 20, 25, 30, 45, 50. Stack of pancakes, couple Steve Weisers, a honey-baked ham. A Bloody Mary. <laughs> That's the bottom line, because Stone Cuck Steve Austin said so. What? Oh, hell yeah! Um, so Steve Austin's confirmed for the new SmackDown debut. Sh- I'm shocked. Wow, who could have seen that coming? Well, and they also said that Rock may unexpectedly show up on SmackDown. Yeah, of course. You know, it's like, come on, guys. Okay, so um, James Gandolfini and Drag is complaining about not having a match at Hell in a Cell. And, oh, I, I gotta... What, you, what the fuck? What you the fuck? guys, you guys won't give me a match. I deserve better. Triple H, what the fuck? I deserve a match at WrestleMania. I deserve a match at Hell to show you fucking prick. <laughs> I'm doing with it. Yeah. Oh, fuck you, pal. Fuck you. I want a match at Hell to show. For the title. Hey, how about a hug? <laughs> uh, looking at the news. 
Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. The show's over. Everybody's pissed. <laughs> uh, let's see. Impact Wrestling handing out wrestler bonuses. Yeah, they, they handed out bonuses to uh, Brian Cage and Mar- uh, Marissa Santos. Melissa Santos. Well, it's, be- it's because it's their fucking wedding. Yeah. Good, I mean, you know, good, good for them. I, I think... They have to treat those guys good. They, that's one of the few things they got good about they it. Got, they got to treat some of their talent good. Yeah, what but, they got left. Oh my god, what a ho- we we had to stop being fans. I th- they're just they're assholes. I I can't support any company that keeps a wrestler hostage. It's like you know what if if you really had your best business practices in mind. You guys would cut Killer Cross and just let him do his own thing. Let, let him go to WWE and become a huge star. Yeah. Let Vince McMahon become inf- uh, infatuated with You're him. doing no good for your fan base at all. Okay, speaking of good news. Okay. Uh, this is interesting. Go for it. WWE files trademark for old Becky Lynch gimmick. Let me, let me read. Okay. Recent trademark filings reveal that WWE has registered a trademark for the last kicker gimmick. Fuck. About time. Oh. Go back to it, you fucking idiots. Yeah, they're giving up on it. They should. The man gimmick is a fucking failure. It's 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 not authentic. No, and everybody can see that now. And I, I bet even the Fox executives are saying that. Yeah. Because they're looking at, at Becky Lynch. Yeah. In my opinion, yeah. based on what I'm seeing, I don't think she was a no factor. I think she was one of the reasons why people were too, why thousands of people were turning tuning out of Cringy Lynch. Well, I honestly think that well, she you was. Gotta, reason- you got to think about it this way. During most of these Raw and SmackDowns. What have we heard? We've heard that Vince has not been backstage. Where has he been? The word is in meetings. What type of meetings? Meetings meetings with Fox. So that means that while he's talking to Fox executives, they're publicly seeing him fucking rewrite scripts on the spot and seeing... They're probably seeing goddamn Vince McMahon as a crazy-ass fucking workhorse even at 74 years old. You know, Mm -hmm. that's what they're probably thinking of themselves. But even so, they're seeing this guy... Live critique the show and show them, hey, these are the faults of the show on the, on the, on the down low, and they're like, okay, this shit needs to be corrected before we go live. It, it does. It's it an does. inside look at the making of the show. It really well, is. And it's interesting too because the fact that they're going to have to take the title off Becky. It's it's yeah. you can't have a, a totally separate uh, brand split now. Like yeah. you, the, the wild card is no longer in effect. They're now totally separate. Right. You can't have her hold the raw title on the SmackDown brand. No. That ain't gonna fucking work. No. Well, and here's here's another news tidbit. I don't know if you saw the recent custom fiend title that's been making the waves. Have you seen that? I have uh, not. Okay. It's. I gotta say, it's a really creative looking belt. Um, it it has the custom plates of the fiend's face mm-hmm. that leads into the fiend on one side and let him in on the other side of the belt. It looks it looks unique. I'll give him that. But here's the trip though: is that I've heard that Fox wants him on SmackDown. So what is They're the point? Well, what is the point of making this this custom Raw Championship when he's going to SmackDown? I just see the. Do, do we know for sure it's the Raw Championship? Red belt. It was red belt, uh, unless they plan on fucking bringing the SmackDown champion to Raw. <laughs> you know, they could always change that. Just I, I say, bring it back to the Universal and World. Simple. Yeah, and don't do the don't do the color schemes. That's another thing that WWE really needs to redo is their belts. I'm tired oh. of this color scheme bullshit. It's stupid. Well, in addition to the color scheme, just look at the front plate. That big W on a on a leather background that looks like shit. Well, and the worst though is the tag titles. The tag titles oh. look like garbage. The best looking title in the company is the, the UK. 
the NXT UK Champion title. No doubt. It looks the because it looks prestigious. Yeah, well, Malter comes out with that. He doesn't look like your average uh, fat fuck interstate cop. He looks <laughs> he looks like a champ. What a what a damn leader of cola. That's right. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, but no. I mean, a lot of shit's gonna change. We're definitely gonna um, see what SmackDown has to has to offer. I expect them to throw everything that they got to make it a success. They have no other choice. They've got no other choice. Even then, okay. So, so let's, oh, one more thing. Okay, gotta bring up. They're bringing back Pyros for Raw and SmackDown. They have to. They have to. They have to. Yeah. They have to. Okay. So, what's your prediction for the first night on Fox? I'm, talking, gonna, I'm gonna go with a 2.5. You're talking about oh, well, let's do viewers. SmackDown. No, I'm talking about the all around like the final number. I'm gonna go with the 2.5. 2.5. Uh, well, because they. I think they're going to get more, they're probably going to get more than three because they're going to have a larger audience there's going to be a lot of um, they did a lot of advertising for it they'll probably get about 3.2 maybe 3.3 okay uh, and I'm saying that because they're, they're going to stack the deck they've been advertising a lot for it they could even get a 3.7 I could it just all depends on what's going on on Friday night we don't know yet well not only that but um not only that, but you know, will they be able to maintain it? And I say no. Yeah, of course not. Now they'll have they'll have Stone Cold Steve Austin be the, the GM or commissioner. They'll they'll have him be the commissioner of SmackDown. That's the way things are going right now. I'm gonna rephrase my my bet. Okay, I think 2.5 after the first week. Yes, but I'm gonna say yeah. for the first one, almost three, 2.9. Okay, yeah, I could I could see that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I really don't have great expectations. What I do expect is that Vince is just going to be... He's going to try a lot of things. He's going to bring, bring back the edginess, the sexuality. That's ultimately not going to work. I expect that by the summer of 2020, it will be Fox's decision for Vince to hire back Vince Russo as, as a... Um, as a uh, What do they call it? Creative uh, consultant. Consultant. Perfect. Yeah. Well, look at what they've already done. They've demanded Eric Bischoff, Paul Heyman, Pyro... Changes to the characters, they're already making changes. Graphics, new yeah. layout, new, new production, set, new, new production, new production, new stage setup. There are trust me, big changes. Big changes are coming, but it's not going to be enough. And I think that the Fox execs right. are going to look at, okay, they're having a ratings problem. When was the last time the WWE had great ratings? Oh, the Attitude Era. Yeah. Who was the head writer for the Attitude Era? Oh, Vince Russo. Yeah. What's this Vince Russo guy doing? Let's why don't we why don't we get in contact with him? Exactly. It will be Fox's. It will be the Fox executive's decision to break for WWE to bring back Vince Russo, and they're going to pressure. They won't want to do it. Stephanie is going to object. Triple H is going to object. Right. Vince McMahon, because he's in that bubble, is going to object. Shane won't won't object. But he's ultimately going. Vince McMahon will ultimately not have the choice, and will have to bring him back as a consultant. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna offer so much money to Vince Russo that he won't be able to turn it down. Yeah. Well, Vince has even gone on record and said that. He would be a creative consultant for free if they let him Skype from home. Mm-hmm. He said he'd do that shit for free, and they still won't hire him back. So you better believe if Fox is dangling a carrot with some money at the end, he's going to take it. Well, not only money, but with threats to Vince McMahon saying, "Hey, look, yeah. we demand that you hire him." And I and I, I think that at first, like like that, those talks will begin to happen in February and March. Like, hey, the ratings are doing so good. Be like, oh, well, I think that we're going to try a bunch of great new ideas. And I, I think I think before that, dude, it's very possible. I'm thinking by December, because these motherfuckers they act quick. You know what, Fox man, they, they've they've been known to cancel shows like after one season. Like, nah, fuck you, you suck, done. 
I still predict that by by Ju- by July of 2020, Vince Russo will be a writer for for SmackDown. And you and what you're going to see from Vince Russo is a more reality based TV show. They're gonna they're gonna totally break kayfabe. Yeah. Well, and hopefully a TV 14 rating, especially with that's another news tidbit. AEW is going to be getting in a TV 14 rating, which so. means NXT is going to do the same. And if, and if NXT does that, Raw and SmackDown are soon after. I just don't know if NXT would go in that direction. They would well, I, because I don't know. I don't know if they they. I know they're they they're capable of it. They have the talent for it. No no question. I'm just I don't see them going that in that direction, just because the PG has been so much a part of that format. You know, for the longest time. I, but I've always predicted that. Five, I mean, just the fact that we heard Elias on SmackDown say little people should kill themselves. That's the kind of shit that says, oh my god, I can't... That, that's but that's on of, SmackDown, that's not NXT. You can't compare NXT to the May brands, even though they have similar matches. But, but, it, but it's it's the main roster that reflects... Yeah. Which is even worse, because it's 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 what the general public is going to see from WWE. If, if the, the you know it, It's what the, the sponsors and advertisers are going to see. And I always knew that the, Vince is going to have to tell the sponsors to, you know... Hey, we're gonna be we're now an adult oriented product. Oh no, I would never doubt that they'd go that direction for Raw and SmackDown, but mm-hmm. what I'm saying is that I'll believe it when I see it for NXT. That's all I'm yeah. saying. I just definitely I can definitely see Raw and SmackDown, especially SmackDown since it's got that pressure from Fox, mm-hmm. changing to a TV fourteen. I don't know about NXT just yet. I yeah. it's right now we're playing the waiting game, folks. We're a week away from shit really kicking off mm-hmm. and getting crazy, so you know, we're, we're going to get there. We're And we're going to review it. We're going to let you know. We're going to let you know uh, what we thought. And, um, yeah, I'm not really expecting too much, but some shit may go down. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So let's remain optimistic. Okay, so thank you for joining us for TWR News. Uh, we got some podcasts coming up. We got a Top 10 Sucks on Sasha and Bailey. We got a Top 10 Awesome on Asuka we got a question everything on MK Ultra and Tarp Down, of course. So, oh yeah, and even a, a crazy Seth and Becky video we'll have. Uh, Damn a, right. A little, little bonus. What their guys. promos really sound like. So we got some crazy shit for you guys. And it's a video. It's not just us talking with the picture up. No, this is this is a JC custom for you guys. Damn right. Now, yeah. now guys, don't forget to like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Tell your friends. And and like yeah, tell people about the Anger FM podcast because we want a little bit more hits for this, you know, and get it out there. All right, guys. So this has been NC. It's been JC and peace out. Peace out, man.